this Tuesday. It's the wrong day, yep. but you should be used to that by now. Totally I'm, my fault again. <laughs> it was just kind of my fault this time. Oh shit, I was. I. <laughs> blaming yourself. I'm just so no used reason. to blaming myself. Um. Yeah, so it's Colin here. This is Stu. Uh, it is the Evil G Podcast uh, 34 or something. Um, we got a shit ton of stuff to go through because the Game Awards happened. Um, uh, mm. Don't ask me who won shit because I don't know. I don't care. Well, yeah, but, that's a good point. I never checked. <laughs> no, I mean, it matters. I don't think anyone cares. It's just a, a place for trailers. Um mm. But first, uh, we were talking about NFTs recently, um, and s- some of the the big publishers talking about getting into this shit. And uh, Ubisoft's gone and done it. The fuckers, mm. they've done they it. They are straight in there. Uh, I I can't even remember the name of the. It's that last Ghost Recon game they made. Not, uh, not Wildlands. Wildlands? No, not Wildlands. Oh, a brick, brick, brick point? Yeah, that sounds generic enough to be it. Um, mm. So, hey, you get hats with serial numbers on them. Enjoy <laughs> enjoy that. Christ. So this is it's on a... such a dumb thing. Yeah, yeah it, it's a game they obviously don't care too much about, because who the fuck's playing that? Mm. And I bet they're uh, thinking a bunch of these, you know, crypto arseholes are going to buy this game to get these things. Um, mm. I hope it fails. I hope it blows up in your face. And you know, Damn. you know how you know NFTs are a scam? This confirms it. Peter Molyneux making an NFT game. Oh, Jesus Christ. The biggest fucking hack, bullshitter, bollocks machine <laughs> in gaming, Peter Molyneux, is making a game I'm out of actually, this. I'm actually surprised Randy Pitchford didn't jump on it first. Yeah, true. I think Peter Molyneux is a but, bigger bigger grifter than Pitchford, to be honest. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that shit way the, the, you know, you... you a stupid puzzle game he had on the mobile and you would win a job if you did it and then the guy that oh, yeah. did it got fuck all basically um, mm. and then all those lies he said that uh, what Fable was going to be mm-hmm. oh, no one will forgive him for that yeah I don't know uh, I feel like we've already said enough about nfts and how stupid they are yeah there, there's no need for nft blockchain shit for this to happen um they can well, already this is the whole thing sorry this this whole ubisoft way of doing it is oh the way we're doing it is environmentally friendly so uh we we're thinking about the environment first and you're like no you're fucking dot yeah this is completely unnecessary we know be even more uh environmentally friendly is to not do it at all mm-hmm and all this just is sell just, your stupid hat as DLC. Yeah, but see the way they do it. The minute you earn one, then you can sell it to someone else at whatever price you want, and Ubisoft will get a cut of that. <laughs> and every time it's sold, Ubisoft gets money. It's such a fucking obvious scam. It's like, what are you doing? Oh my god! So yeah, it's like if I sold you a car and then you sold that car on to someone else, I'd be like, give me a percentage of what that guy paid you for that yep. car that you. That's uh, like. Fucking wise up. Come on. 
I can't believe people. Th- and like I say, when this was announced, forgive me, but good people Jeter is rocking a game. Sorry, what was that you uh, broke up there? Uh, because I've got the Evil G Twitter going again. Yeah. I get notifications about video game stuff. And when this was announced, there was all these people defending it. And you're like, what? How can you defend this shit? It's a massive scam and you're all falling mm-hmm. for it. I don't, I don't get people like people jump to defend like big publishers and all. Anyway, it's, it's like, why? What does it matter? Yeah, they don't care about you. Get... I tell you what, games will get made whether Ubisoft, EA, or whatever exists. They're they're not mm-hmm. doing they're not doing that industry any favors. They're nope. strangling it to death and mm-hmm. like robbing it of any sort of artistic creativity just by like everything has to be about making money. Um, so <laughs> yeah, don't don't defend those guys. Just don't. Nope, do not. They're, they're shitheads. And then you got all, like, Ubisoft's in the middle of all this abuse stuff as well, and they're doing less than what Activision's doing. And uh, Activision... Ah, of course they like, are. Like, a bunch of people, they, they sacked a bunch of QA testers from uh, Raven, uh, which is one of their Call of Duty guys. And this is, this is just the sort of shit they get up to normally. Right in the middle of this, they mm. sacked a bunch of their QA testers because, oh, your game's done now, get the fuck out. Um, Jesus. and then they got a bunch of walkouts. I think they're on day five or six of a strike. That's right. And now, um, now an email has got out about um, an internally sent email, like trying to convince people not to unionize in in Activision. That's crazy shit. Hey, it is. I. Fucking hell! Um, and then uh, you had the the Game Awards where they came out and made a, a statement uh, about all the different, you know, the problems in the games industry around mm-hmm. the, the abusive environments and the shitty work conditions, and then go on to uh, promote games by the mm. guys that do that. And yeah, like, they should have took. I I, I don't uh, like. I don't know what the no- nominees were, but anything to do with Activision or Blizzard should have been straight out. You're not getting even nominated for an award. Yeah, that would be the best way to show that you actually believe what you're saying before the award ceremony. Um, we're not showing any of your shit. I'd like. I'd rather not yep. like well, talk about those uh, those people as well. But like Quantic Dream. Mm. That. Is apparently a shit place to work. What do you call it? David Cage. He's an arsehole. Oh, he is an arsehole. He makes all them. And I'm going to use air quotes when I say shit games because they're not even games. Shit games. Um, and he's they're they're making that Star Wars game, and they had a trailer for that. Uh, but fuck that shit. Don't don't buy that. It's going to be shit anyway. Yeah, it's just going to be a big badly written cutscene, and you get to press a button now and then. I'm surprised he did it because he he can't uh, he can't get a, a woman in a shower scene because it's Star Wars. <laughs> oh, he'll find a way for 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 no fucking reason whatsoever. Um, do you um do you mind uh eat that one two souls? And oh yeah, I remember that. It was what do you call her? Him. It's him now. Is it Ethan? Oh, right, okay. 
but that's a wrestler. That's <laughs> used to be. Hang on. Ellen used to be Ellen Page. Um, I didn't. I didn't realize that. Uh, Elliot Page. Elliot. Elliot Page. Um, didn't know his likeness was being used in that game in a shower scene naked and sort of uh, lost the plot. So, cause that's gonna, I'm not uh, surprised. Like, David Cage is creepy ass, dude. He is. Um, and he makes shite. He does. His, his writing's so bad. Like, it, it, I, I wouldn't even mind a game that's really story-driven and is limited on gameplay, mm. but at least your story should be good if that's all you got. So, and, you obviously know my super cool friend Hutchie, who rarely plays games, but he does now and then. Yeah. He was bored a while back, I mean, like a year or two ago when he had nothing to play. So he picked up that Detroit, the oh dear. almost human or become human or something. He says he got it home. He put it in for about 45 minutes and he soon realized there was nothing to fucking do in this game. So he took it straight back. And the boys were like, Oh, what do you return it for? Is it broke? And Hutchie just been Hutchie was all, No, nah, it's shite. <laughs> The boy actually was all, okay, I'll give you your money back. I have a similar story. Um, it was on the PlayStation 2, remember they had Fahrenheit? Yes. That, that was one of his. And I bought that foolishly. Oh, the hype about that was insane. It, it was, I, I played it. Finished it in a sitting the same day I got it. Took, <laughs> took it back. Took it back to game the next day. And this was when game had their no questions asked trader like Paul like you could just go oh, I want to uh, exchange this I don't like it <laughs> and I go like I give it to the guy he's like I want to exchange this I have the game all sorted and all and he he was just like he's just like I work in a game so he didn't give a shit it's like oh is it any good and I go no it's far too short <laughs> so just like I have finished this fuck that it was a full price game and you can finish it in like a couple hours it's like go fuck yourselves. Especially in PlayStation 2 era, that is not uh, fucking on at all. No, no. Um, yeah, so let's talk about the announcements. Um, mm. A couple of big ones, a couple of real surprises as well. About as well, like there's there's a couple of Square Enix things. They're being dickheads as well because they are announce some prices for things like Babylon's Fall and yep. the PC release for Final Fantasy 7 and they're charging £65 um, that's ridiculous just chancing their arm because they're getting away with it on Playstation but I don't know are they I haven't paid no, seven. Not. I haven't paid £70 for a Playstation 5 game yet um, same and I won't be paying £65 for a Square Enix game on PC either fucking CD keys and getting head up air <laughs> 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 anyway, yeah, there's ways and means. If you don't want to pay sixty five pound, you don't have to pay sixty five pound. No, you fucking do not. Eh? Uh, yeah, it's just them being absolutely greedy. And they're like, oh, game costs mm. too much. Was well, I guess your fucking problem? I didn't even pay seventy for Demon Souls, and it would be worth the seventy, but I didn't pay the seventy. No, neither, neither did I. Um, no, and, and it's very telling that. At release on PlayStation Five, Elden Ring is fifty pound. So, Aye. you know, uh, right games then. Where do we yes. start? So we got a lot of trailers. That's the only reason anyone watches this thing. If there's someone out there that cares about the actual awards, it's you know, 
catch yourself on. Like the stuff that you like, who gives a fuck about the rest of these people? I know. Um, so we got a trailer for this tunic, uh, which looks like a Zelda-type isometric game where you play as a little fox wearing a tunic. Um, <laughs> physics-based puzzles, that looks interesting. Um I so said we got now Babylon's Fall, which is the, the that Square Enix game from the Final Fantasy 15 people. Uh, it got a release date of the 3rd of March, 2022, um, which is you play this woman that gets transported to this other world and you don't know what's going on. You have these powers and you fight things. Um, which, yeah, looks interesting, but yeah, stick your pricing up your hole. Mm-hmm. So here, here's one that's the, well, this surprised me. I don't know if this was out there. Um, so, Gun, I think they're called the studio, who did the uh, Friday the 13th game. No one knew this was coming. Which got absolutely shafted with rights and arguments. outside, mm-hmm. outside completely outside of their control. It's like one, like the writer and some other director. Victor Miller and Sean S. Cunningham. Yeah. Um one so, created Jason and one created Friday the 13th. Yeah. So there you go. So they basically had to abandon that game. That was supposed to be like a, a Dead by Daylight uh, asymmetric. Um... Yeah, it started off life very buggy. I, I owned it. I bought it. I played a lot of it. Um, it was it was different to Dead by Daylight. You know, it had the, the whole different sort of gameplay style to it. But it started off very bad, very buggy, but Jesus, the fair play to the guys, they put the work into it, and it was, you know, coming together really, really well. They had all this DLC planned, you know, for, like, the space map and space Jason and all, and everyone was getting all hyped about this because it was going to be so ridiculous, and it never happened then. You can still play it, but it runs, like, absolute shit. Um because uh, it's all just point-to-point. Point. Yeah. There's no servers or anything anymore. Uh, so they're uh, they're having an hour go at it, but they got the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, I have to admit, I'm a like that's my favorite horror movie franchise. Yeah, um, like, that, as much as I love Freddy and Jason and all, Leatherface is the man. I hope they do. I hope it's not just Friday the Thirteenth with Leatherface and they do something different because um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre is the whole family in that that like that dynamic. Mm-hmm. So uh, it would be good to work some of that in there somehow. Well, Gun Media were the guys that also made. Um... Oh wait, no, no, or were they? Were they involved with the Predator game? I don't know. I thought they'd done Predator after Friday the 13th. Maybe or am was, I thinking of the wrong team? Maybe it was some guys from... Let me from... double check here. No, that's it's the Elphonic side. That's what it was. Sorry. Sorry. Did they have some Elphonic went on to do... Yeah, it was Gun and Elphonic made Friday the Thirteenth. Elphonic right. went off to make Predator. Gun are obviously working now with Sumo Digital mm-hmm. to make Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what way that goes. Um, so Annapurna, uh, the developer of Falcon Age, which that was came out in PlayStation Five now fairly recently, where you have a falcon. Um, they revealed their new game looks bonkers. Uh, Thirsty Suitors. Uh, you play mm. as this um, second generation, or like the daughter of an Indian immigrant to America, and you have to fight your exes. Um, and the gameplay <laughs> looks nuts. There's like 
you know, a skateboarding mechanics, cooking game, fighting. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. <laughs> it looks pretty, uh, looks pretty weird. Zany. I, uh, I'd like to give that a try. It's, it almost sounds very Scott Pilgrim-esque, story sort yeah. of thing. Instead of fighting some girl's ex, you are the girl fighting her exes. Mm. Uh, um, Homeworld 3 I'm pretty sure that's some sort of strategy game so mm. uh, um, Telltale are back and they are doing a prequel to the TV series The Expanse which I know nothing about have you ever watched any of The Expanse? No, I know it's on Prime but I've never watched it Cool. We're giving them great insight here, but there, there you go. Telltale, yep. not dead. Are they just gonna flood the fucking market space. again? Yeah. Um. So Atlas are celebrating 25 years of Persona games. Uh, they have announced <laughs> a big ass box set of the, the soundtracks, which cost 300 pound, and I wanted, but they're also hey, going. Call. Yeah. You'll buy it at a high <laughs> price. <laughs> <laughs> there, it's not out for months and months. Like uh, the first run's Q three next year, and the second Jesus. run is twenty twenty three. It'll I, even if I was dead set on getting it, um, and was willing to drop three hundred quid on on some vinyls all at once, it would be. I think that's one that will sell out really quick anyway. Oh. I- Ooh. Uh, they're also doing a re-release of the fighting game Persona 4 Arena Ultimax you ever play this? no but I hear it's fantastic it's very very good I think you'd enjoy they're it they're re-releasing it? yeah uh, PS4 Switch and Steam I suggest you pick it up since you're on your uh, your wee fighting game resurgence yeah um, definitely uh, uh, yeah That's it's, Thing it's makes one. that isn't it? Arc Studios? it is yes oh definitely um, and there's also rumors that this wasn't announced, but there's r- rumors of a remaster of Persona Three, which uh, I heard that would be an interesting thing to see because they did the remaster of Four. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, if you go back further than Three, the shit gets a bit weird. It gets it's too much Shin Megami Tensei still in there. Um, mm. But Three, I think you could. If you're a fan of five or four, I think three's a good one to play as well. Um, so, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, something to do with Monster Hunter Rise, whatever. Uh, big, long <laughs> gameplay video of Hellblade 2. Um, the first game of that is very good. Uh, all about mental health told through a weird mm. Viking-y sort of story. Never got around to playing the original. It is pretty good. Uh, this is going to be Xbox PC exclusive, I would imagine. Since oh, of course. Microsoft own, uh, is that Ninja Theory? I think they're yes. called. Uh, we already talked about their arseholes and their shit Star Wars game. Uh, yeah, Monolith. Uh, the guys that did mm. the Middle Earth games. Not Lord yes. of the Rings, Middle Earth. Hmm. They're making a Wonder Woman game, and that's all all that was said. Yeah. Uh, just a trailer showing Wonder Woman and say, we're making this. Uh, 
this one was pretty obvious. Remedy's making it Alan Wake 2. Mm. We just had After Alan, that remaster. Yeah, and then the DLC for Control by Alan Wake uh, was in that as well. Um, they're pretty much confirmed they're in the same universe. Uh, it's I enjoyed Alan Wake. I finished I don't it. Think so I think I played Alan Wake. Um, it's it's decent. Um, I, I don't know how it's aged. I haven't played it since it originally. That's what came I was going to. That's what I was wondering. How well it's one of those games that maybe was good back in the day, but it mightn't have aged too well. But it's it's got a nice atmosphere to it. That remedies mm. sort of and very Stephen Kingy influence. Um, you're in this Everyone small says it's very town. Twin Peaks. Yes, yes, that as well. Um, you. The, the whole thing is the, the enemies are shadows, so you have a torch and a gun, but you have to hit them with a torch first to remove their, their yeah. shadowy armor stuff, and then you can shoot them. Uh, it's weird. Very weird. Um, and then we had a, so, a couple of Sonic things. I didn't watch the movie t- trailer for the second one because I couldn't get through the first film. It's just... Uh. I know you're not a Jim Carrey <laughs> fan at all. Hey, I know, hey, man, I know how you feel. But it's the same with me when it comes to like Vin Diesel or fucking uh, with Adam Sandler or that that doll. I can't stand Melissa McCarthy. Uh, I I just can't stand those people. So notice, like they hate an actor so much you can't get through a film. Yeah. It was. It, it wasn't that being said, like, I watched the trailer for the second film and it looks pretty good. It it wasn't just that. <laughs> it was like nothing. Nothing would happen. It was like fucking do something. Uh, yeah, it was just a road trip movie, which was yeah. odd choice for Sonic. <laughs> weird. Um, and the other thing we got was a, a new game. Which, does anyone get hyped for Team Sonic's games anymore? Or Sonic teams? You know what the worst thing is? There's just there is still these people that they fall for. I'm sure you've seen the, the internet they, talk about the Sonic cycle. Yeah, they just go in circles. So so yeah. now now we're we're at the. Let's put them in the start. A, a, a realistic world. Uh, yeah, the trailer shows uh, a lot of... Don't get me wrong. Realistic that engine world. looks fantastic. Oh, yeah. But it shouldn't be in a Sonic game. But it's a trailer, so fuck knows what that's going to look like. By... Well, I'm pretty sure that uh, at the start, it's a, a FMV, but when it actually sort of is flying through the actual world, that's them showing off their engine. I mean, every time they release a game, it's a buggy mess. Yeah, and I'm not going to lie as well. Um, I've heard that this is meant to be open world. I don't want an open world Sonic game. Just let me run fast. You want Sonic Mania too? I want Sonic Mania too, hundred percent. I think a lot of people would love Sonic Mania too, but I think Sega's feelings were hurt when fans done a better job than them because they released Sonic Forces at the same time of Sonic Mania. And I think their feelings got hurt. Because uh, Sonic Forces was a big pile of shit and a furry fucking simulator. Yeah. Right. Nobody cared. Everyone was too busy talking about how amazing Sonic Mania was. Yeah. See, the thing is, is is that Sonic fan base that you're talking about, one of their favorite things to do is to make their own Sonic characters. So that's where, like, oh, yes. this, is the, this is one of our most requested things. Uh, people mm-hmm. want to make their edgy uh, Sonic Mm-hmm. Character that wears fingerless gloves and the eyes are black for some reason. Yep. <laughs> I don't. I don't get it. 
Let's put this fucking nightmare generator in here. Do you remember I, I put the video into the chat? Yeah. I, I, I the love, eyeballs. I do love a good character creator. Uh, I get tempted. Like, yep. I, it was on PS Plus. I was tempted to download and see what I could make. I was like, I must be able to make someone oh, decent looking. As long as you don't go, like, over the top edgy and have, like, a, you know, fucking purple vampire bat thing. Yeah. That, that's just misunderstood. Um, mm-hmm. But is it? Or do, do you have to be that? I I tried to... I basically stuck a helmet on the thing I made so I didn't have to look at it. Well, you have to say you got to give and the people... For some funny reason, they had a flamethrower. Oh, nice. Yeah. I suppose Sonic can get the, the flame thing where he just turns into a big... Flamey ball. Uh, Final Fantasy VII we mentioned already coming to the PC. Uh, mm. It's the integrated version. Uh, so, ex Bioware people, um, well, it's the guy who used to be in charge of Bioware, um, making a game mm. called Nightingale. Which I was kind of like, looked at this and I was like, oh, Aaron Flynn is his name. Um, The Inflection Games is the studio. So, yeah, I was like, okay, Um, X-Bioware people doing something in in this, what they call a, inspired by a a dark take on the Victorian era. Uh, Victorian era was pretty fucking dark all on its own. Mm. You don't really need to make it darker. But it's like Victorian era, um, I guess, I mean, it could be kind of steampunky. You know, everything's all that Nikola Tesla, maybe. Um, But Mm. people get transported to this fae world where there's lots of fairy tale weird monsters, uh, lots of eldritch looking shit. Um, Yeah, they they all go through a portal and get stranded there, which I was like, okay, this could be good. And then it uh, it's a survival building game. People were chopping down trees. I was like, ah, you've lost me. I don't want to chop yep. down trees. God damn it. <laughs> so this is going to be a multiplayer RPG, probably live game, crafting shit, mm-hmm. cutting down trees. Um, yeah, that, that completely lost interest in it. Um, which is a shame because the look of it and the, that, that initial sort of setting mm-hmm. is kind of up my street, but Ah, well, speaking about my street, uh, Keichiro Toyama, who is one of the people uh, responsible for creating Silent Hill, is making mm. a new game called Slitterhead. Um, so this is his new studio, Bakken. He left Sony last year, took a bunch of people with him. Uh Create this new studio and decided I'm going back to my horror roots. Um, and this is a trailer for this game, which looks weird as fuck. It looks actually. Yep. It does look a bit more actually. There was a bit of you know jumping about and fighting shown in there. I don't know what the specifics of that is. I think your big main mechanic is you're not going to know who to trust. 
Yeah, because it's people changing into these weird monsters. I think it's it's almost like the thing. Yeah. You don't know who's that thing. I hope it's not multiplayer though. <laughs> no. Uh, you never know. Then you're just making Among Us. Yeah. But like, that's not horror. That would be a popular thing to do. He's not that type of dude, though. Yeah. Maybe. He doesn't work for Epic. He, he doesn't have a history of, of doing multiplayer stuff, but you know, guys like, oh, I want to try something I've never tried before. Uh, true. But I think his last game. Geez, was, you never know. It could be still be amazing. It, it could. It could. But I. You don't want that. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I'm not. I don't. I'm not expecting anything out of this. I like. I know it's the, it's the guy that created uh, Sign Hill, but he's also the guy that did Gravity Rush, and you know. Oh yeah, that's right. He further, did that. He any further away from Silent Hill? Um, like Gravity Rush is a good. We give them. <laughs> it is. It is. Uh, and I think it, it. It might be. Um. It might be a, a bit boring to, for him to just do something like Silent because he already like he did Silent Hill and then he did Siren, which is yes, Silent Hill again, uh, kinda. Um, Pretty- Ah, kind of. There was a few obviously different uh, mechanics to it, but yeah, similar type of thing. Yeah, this definitely has a much uh, different sort of feel to it from that trailer. It's all very body horror, um, people transforming. Mm. Um, one thing we don't know, who's doing the music for this bitch? Oh, we do know that. Do we? Yeah, it was announced in the trailer. He's got Akira. Are you sure? Dude, watch the trailer. It comes up with his name. Oh, did it? I did watch the trailer. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> there. Well, okay. There Fair we enough. go. Um, so, yeah, you've got the two of them back together again. That's what makes me think he's definitely going down the pure horror route if he's got him doing the music again. Yeah, yeah. Oh, his music's so good at just making you feel uneasy. Oh, he's... he's you couldn't have a Silent Hill game without him. Like, no, no way. Like, and how many games are like... Uh, yeah, it's the guy that did the soundtrack that is pivotal. I it's, it, mm-hmm. can't really say that, though, because we've had a lot of shit Silent Hill games, and he's done the music for them all, and they're still shit. True, but... The music was always the thing that was praised in the reviews. Yeah. <laughs> so he's doing his job. He will yeah. make the best music for the shittest game, and he'll be able to go, hey, my soundtrack was amazing. Your game was push. Yeah, that's true. Um, he will never phone it in. Oh, uh, you sure? You sure he didn't phone it in some, <laughs> some of those shittier ones? <laughs> No, I have to admit, even the, the, the shitty downpour had a good soundtrack. There's a couple of really good tunes on it. Yeah. But, you know, two's definitely the pivot. Oh, I definitely, that's right. They had the, the stride and you got that, that sound. Because the, the first one's very much, uh, most of it is ambience and um, mm-hmm. where you've got a lot more to the tracks i guess or 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're just so good at, at even that sort of army stuff, especially when you, you know you shift to the the other world um, and just all the Aye. clanging and banging and stuff. It's just just works so well. Um, There's one particular song, uh, "Silent Heaven," and it just makes you uneasy listening to it. Yeah, it's maybe Ooh. not not stuff you want to you know stick on the old record player and listen. I to have it. done at Halloween though. <laughs> <laughs> Silent Hill Two is you can listen to that and and some of it the the spooky stuff the spooky ambient stuff is also very relaxing. Um, well, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's Silent Hill One. It's a lot more. It's a lot harsher. Yep. A lot more industrial yep. sounding. Uh, yeah, because the first one is on vinyl as well, and I would not bother with it. Yeah, it's it's very short. It is very short. Yep. Um, the only reason you want it is for completion of sake, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple other things here. That's most of the, the big stuff out of the way. Uh, Cup, Cuphead DLC, there was gameplay shown Finally! For... <laughs> there was gameplay shown for Rocksteady Suicide Squad. Um, well, we talked about... Can I mention the big surprise? Oh, what was the for a lot of people, Space Marine Two. That oh. was that's a big fucking deal. I well for the, if you ever played the original, the original was absolutely brilliant. It I've was this absolutely amazing mix of third person shooters and hack and slash, and it was fantastic. It was just a really well put together game. If you if you weren't even, I mean, I'm not the biggest Warhammer fan, but that game was just so fucking solid, and it was everyone was kind of gutted to play it that we never got a sequel, and now finally, ten years later, no fucking you know teases or you know build up or nothing, just boom, you're getting the second one, and I was like, yes, we're doing this. Here we fucking go. Is there anything like Vermintide at all? No, this is this is more like your um, if if. Uh, if Gears of War wasn't boring. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit, I have played the first one. Uh, it's just the waves and waves of the bastards coming at you, and you're just in the middle of it, just mincing them. You say, uh, if Gears of War wasn't boring, I say, Gears of War, if the shooting felt like shit. <laughs> Sorry, I just, <laughs> I just did not like that first game. I just... the. Guns have no impact to them, and everything feels weird and floaty. I, I didn't really use the guns that much. I was just diving in the middle of them with the chain swords and shit. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> Loved uh, it, but yeah, a lot, a lot of the guys that we obviously we hang out with played the original, enjoyed it, and we are very excited that the sequel's finally happening. Sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we got gameplay. Uh, speaking of sequels, that Plague Tale Requiem sequel. I never played the first one, but that's the one with all the rats. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. The guys that do Conan Excise, uh, which is that crafting Conan survival game, are doing mm. Dune Spice Wars, which is probably another one of those. Um, mm. Among Us coming to VR. <laughs> Not sure how that, that looks. That looks fucking brilliant. Uh ex Telltale guys, not the Telltale guys that are doing that. TV show that I forgot the name of already, The Expanse. Um, people who used to work for Telltale are making a Star Trek game. Uh, I'm guessing it's going to be very much like a Telltale game, I suppose. Mm. 
uh, Killer Instinct guys are doing a melee battle royale rumble verse. Uh, just when you thought battle royales were done, yeah. I like aye, they they announced um, Bob G's going. I think free this to is play, like a frankly. smash thing, though. This is it's a battle royale. Oh yeah, but I think it's like a battle royale done like smash. So it's two D. I believe so. Ed Boon was talking about it, and he says it was actually kind of fun. Um, yeah, I think it's more like a, a, a the map starts pretty big, smash style, and then it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Forty fucking people. Yeah, forty people, smash style, beating the shit out of each other. I can't keep track of Smash as is. I yeah. can't play. I can't tell what's going on. <laughs> with eight I would players. assume the camera is very focused on where you are. I, would, I, I, I hate I, to think it shows I, the whole fucking thing because you'd be like just looking at a dot. Wait for Iron Galaxy be doing an original game though. It's not really they usually do ports and stuff. Um mm. like they right, did the only original game they ever did was Dive Kick. True. Didn't they did they have something to do with that? Street Fighter or HD? No. Ah, uh, I think you're right. Hang on. Super Street Fighter 2 Turbo HD Remix. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Iron Galaxy, I think they did. Hmm. Mm, Backbone Entertainment. They do have many like mm. fighting game ports and stuff. Uh, uh, Killer Instinct's the thing they're most famous for. Well, and they didn't even start that. They took over that from... He, something helix <laughs> what do you call oh yeah double helix double helix yes that's the name of those guys um yeah was there anything else in the awards that were announced uh i know there was another elden ring trailer um focusing on story um already sold an elden ring so stop putting out trailers mm. But yeah, as I was saying there, the pub PUBG's gone free to play. Is like that? Is that a thing? They're wondering their numbers going down, or is everyone done with this shit? I think maybe the the uh, battle royale sort of fad, well, it's not really a fad. It, it's it is a it is a genre of its own now. But you've got too many ones that work really well and that are sort of probably more console friendly. <clears throat> Obviously, the big one being Apex. Yeah, I think Apex's player count is higher than PUBG's. Really? So do, do I think so? On console or all together? I think all together. So if you take everything together, so I think the console numbers on uh, Apex. But then you have to remember, Apex is on everything now. I can get Apex on the Switch and everything. Yeah, but uh, so, PUBG, PUBG's on four. PUBG. Uh, tr- uh, I, I, right can't, I, I can't see that being the case. Yeah, Maybe just the non-mobile version, but if you include the mobile version, uh, PUBG's nah. got to have a higher player count. And the mobile version plays with everyone, doesn't it? It's full cross-play shit. Oh, Jesus, I don't know. I guess that's probably I think a it is. It, It's been a while. Oh, um, I can turn it off and stuff. I... Yeah. Because surely if you were on a phone, you would just be getting minced. Unless you just fucking tap where you want to shoot in your phone. So you're mincing all these boys just tapping your phone. Nah, <laughs> uh, Fortnite's still the 
probably still the top runner on that. Allies. You wouldn't even know that's a Battle Royale game the way they... they you ever see no. an advert for it? It's like, you'd be like what is this? It's, it's all about exactly. exploring and shit. It's like, hold on. This is a Battle Royale game. What are you doing? Not anymore. Should people go to gigs and everything on it now? Mike Lowry. And Mike Lowry's running around still. Ba- bad all boys these kids life. who love bad boys. <laughs> Uh, I, I think that is the weirdest one yet. Um, I they're adding in Gears of War characters next. Uh, I don't know. I think the weirdest one is when they add in actual sports personalities or actual singers and stuff. Why are they running around shooting guns at people? At least Mike Larry is known for shooting guns. That is true. Why is what? What do you call her? Aria 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 Grande. Grande. That's Why the, is she running around Fortnite shooting guns? That's not the first time she's done a video game thing as well. It's one of those mobile free-to-play Final Fantasy gotchas. She was in one of those. Jesus Christ. Uh, uh, it's just marketing bullshit. Hey? It's got nothing to do Aye. with anything. Um, at least like Smash does it, but they pull from games. And yeah, yeah, games yeah, yeah, yeah. To, to get games. Um it's not like randomly just have a fucking pop star in here just because. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Hmm. For the game awards. The, the last thing. I, I sorry. Go ahead. I thought you. I thought you were finishing up on video games completely there. No. Go for it. Um, I, had I seen this trailer this week. Yeah. Have you heard of this lies of P? No. Do you mean P it as looks... in urine? 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 No, I mean P as in Pinocchio. <laughs> All right. Someone is making a... And the only way I can describe it, it's a love letter to Bloodborne. But right. you are Pinocchio. But do you remember, like, a couple of podcasts ago, we were talking about what if From Software and Disney made a game together? And we were joking about this. Uh, this do you remember happened? that? Is this, yeah. Someone has taken the story of Pinocchio and turned it into a Bloodborne game. So you are Pinocchio, but you're like this really tall man version of him. But you have like this robotic arm that you can hook enemies and pull them into. And I think in the story, you're trying to find Geppetto. But all the enemies are like these twisted, fucked up mannequins and all. It looks really good. Huh. Check out the trailer, Lies of P. Is this a... Yeah, I won't do it now, because... Uh, oh, yeah, that would be check it after the bad. podcast. I'll, I'll give it a look later. No, that, that sounds I think. interesting. Um, like, fairy tale stuff is always... You know, you can make that pretty fucked up. It's not that hard. Yeah, well, the story of Pinocchio is pretty fucked up yeah. if you think about it. <laughs> It, uh, yeah, but they, it, uh, they, the gameplay just looks so Bloodborne, mm. and the, even the aesthetics and the look and stuff—it's it's obviously very Bloodborne. Because Pinocchio is obviously set in the—it is set in the sort of Victorian sort of times as well. Uh, it predates that a bit, I think. All right. Well, all I want to know is—is is one of your bosses going to be a big whale called Monstro? Going to be your final boss, surely? Oh yeah, because that, that's where he is, isn't he? That's where Geppetto is. The whole. 
the whole fucking mad Donkey Island thing and all. I'm just thinking of all these levels. Oh no, you're you're right. That was um, it was written in 1883. Hmm. I'm just oh. I I've seen the I've seen the the the, the sort of gif or something somebody put up on one of the one of the video game sort of feeds I follow to get stories and stuff because people still think I do journalism um, and they don't realise I haven't written anything <laughs> in years but uh, but somebody put the gif up and goes what the fuck game is this and then somebody put up uh, Lies of P here's the trailer and I was all fuck that looks cool and just instantly sold man I'm actually really looking forward to this there's been no information just here's an announcement and this is what we're making it has a steam page um Ooh. But that's it. There's no date on it or anything. Just I, uh, I will be keeping an eye out for it. I think it looks really good. I hope it doesn't end up being steam trash. Because like, who the f- what's Neo is? What have they done? Oh dear. Oh, uh, that's I think they're this wee <laughs> small. Oh shit! What? I'm just looking at all this stuff. Looks awful. Oh no. DJ Max Respect good... 5, though, or, or is that a V? I don't know. Uh, that seems oh, well well received. Yeah, that, that's weird. So, no, it seems like everything they do is a wee bit different. Um, oh, shit. They did Citus? No, that's a Citus pack for that DJ thing. Um, So their biggest thing seems to be this DJ. Uh, maybe they're just the publisher, and they got a really shitty looking first person shooter here called AVA. <laughs> um, and a shitty looking free to play RPG. So they just make a whole bunch of different style games. Yeah. Hmm. I I oh, got no. a feeling this probably won't feel as tight as a Bloodborne. Probably not. Well, it's, if it's cheap enough, I'll buy it. But what is? Yeah, it's it's. it looks like it'll probably be a budget sort of thing. Um, But is this coming to consoles? I don't know. Like I say, we don't know that much about it. Yeah, I don't think any That's of why that, I've been keeping me... I don't think any of the stuff they have here is, is on consoles. Ah, bugger. But weren't you going to get yourself a Steam Deck? I was. Not anymore. Another handheld for me. <laughs> Just going to come down my handhelds now. Um, Sorry, so what was your thing you were going to say? The uh, hotly anticipated PlayStation 5 console covers are coming next year. <laughs> Five different colors. <laughs> <laughs> Remember them guys go on sue us, and now Sony went fuck you, we'll do it ourselves. I think they were always planning. So you got uh, a, the, a, a blue one, a purple, mm. a black, oh, a red, purple, and a pink. I like purples. Yeah, but I think if you want one, go buy a third party one. It'll be cheaper and it, it'll annoy Sony. Yeah, true, true. I do kind of like... and I love Sony, but I love annoying them as well. No, I don't love Sony. Then you're just the same as the Ubisoft defenders. Oh, no, I'm not loving them to the fact that if they do something wrong, I'll defend them. It's just I've always had their consoles in my house. That's what I mean by that, just... 
But if they start fucking around, what do you mean, I start? will abandon them very quickly. All they do is fuck around. Yeah, but not to the point where they've done anything that's made me go, oh, this is ridiculous. I'm out of here. Like, they've, like, there were, like, the whole Xbox One thing where Microsoft were all, ah, you put this disc in and you can't use it again. If Sony had done that, I'd be all, fuck this, I'm out of here. It did have that network engineer a couple of weeks ago that got arrested for grooming children. Oh, that, shit, what? I don't, know, I don't know if that does anything for you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jesus. Um, he was caught in a sting operation. He's, like, in his 60s, and he was, like, Arrest while waiting on the street on a fifteen-year-old. What's his job in Sony? Uh, some some sort of network engineer type thing. Um, like might have been in uh, high up in the building the PlayStation network. Um, but I uh, and he's been he's been arrested and all that. Oh yeah, yeah, it was a sting Thank operation. Fuck. Maybe like, then PlayStation Network will be good. <laughs> it was all his fault. Now that he's gone. Aye, Jack. Uh, anyway, I think I think that I think that it that does it for video games. Ah, for this week, because it was a crazy week for wrestling. It it, it was pretty crazy. Um, what are you referring to? Those Long Island, Long Island people are nutters. All oh, right, I don't know. Like uh, you might have been talking about that Ring of Honor show. Oh yeah, I, there was that too. I really need to watch. Which, what could be yeah. Ring of Honor's last ever show? Yeah, I've heard it was fantastic. Yeah, a lot of lot of appearances made. FTR showed up mm. um, and kicked off the potential rivalry with the Briscoes. Um, we got videos from CM Punk and Daniel uh, Brian Danielson. Um, <laughs> See, people give JR I'm, that's shit an easy mistake to make. Yeah, people give JR shit for that. It's like, have you never just had that slip out? I bet it, like, or did do you just have a fucking. Of course you have. A Brian Danielson, uh, Daniel Bryanson switch on your head that you just flick? What's the thing? It's just his name reversed as well. It's not like you're actually saying his name wrong. You're just saying it the wrong way around. It would be easier if it was a completely different name. Aye, if his name was like Steve Jones when uh, he was in WWF, you're not going to get that mixed up with Brian Danielson. I was going to say, leave WWF and that's his new fucking name. That's pretty <laughs> shit. <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's just literally his name backwards. So, And they're two kind of first names as well, like Brian and Daniel. They're yeah. two first names, so you, of course you're going to get them the wrong way. It's, anyway, people that have a problem, that can go fuck themselves. Jesus yeah. Christ. JR's got enough in his plate. I did. I, I was reading this thread on, on Reddit. Um, you know, the squared circle. And someone had asked mm-hmm. asked the questions like, what's your favorite calls of 2021? So many of them were just JR calls. And you're like, you know what? Hey. <laughs> like, he, he, he's not in his, like, attitude era prime, but he can still, he can still Get those one-liner calls that that you'll remember. Yes. Um, also, Tony Tony Schiavone's "God, I love pro wrestling" was up there. Yep. Um. Yeah. So dynamite then. <laughs> From the moment this show opened. Oh, uh, we got to see a, a bit of heel CM oh. Punk. Just just well, for the, long the reason, obviously. Voice. 
it starts playing MJF's music, and our crowd goes mad because MJF's fucking a hometown hero for some reason. And Punk comes out, and you know, crowd's a bit upset about this. And Punk just goes to town on them, and it was so fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just um, buries them. Uh, There's a lot of like. Uh, this is your guy, really? Yeah, yeah. Um, hey, and they were obviously he's they're cheering this fucking bastard. <laughs> also, like it, he he says he's better than uh, Rod, uh, Roddy Piper in Portland. He's not even better than Roddy Piper. <laughs> Hell comes to Frogtown. <laughs> what a line, huh? <laughs> um. Interesting thing he says here is uh, after after Danielson gets his shot at Hangman, he says he wants next. And he knows mm. MJF wants next. Um, so we're going to have to have a fight. Yeah, we are. And then he called everyone chicken shit. <laughs> He's all, no one in this town could take him on. <laughs> it was fantastic. Yeah. It was good to see uh, that that heel side of him coming out just just for this. Well, we'll get it eventually, full on. Like uh, especially mm-hmm, if, he, mm-hmm. if he does go up against Hangman. Um, yeah, uh, I think we'll get full on heel punk then. Um, and it was good to to get it this this one night, especially because you know. It's MJF and anyone outside mm-hmm. of Long Island is like still no nah, fuck this guy <laughs> and fuck Aye. you too Long Island. Um, yeah, good segment. Uh, and then uh, we, we get into our uh, battle royale, the the dynamite diamond battle royale for the ring that MJF has won two years in a row. So uh, this. Like they had to do this, but th- this is um, it's the last two remaining go on to have a match mm-hmm. next week. Um, yes. Which, if you're just watching this, we know context. You'd be like, "Why did they stop?" But um, yeah. MJF's only guy gets an entrance. Place goes fucking nuts, and you almost get yep. a kind of face MJF, but he's just doing punks <laughs> entrance from his debut where he's like he kneels yep. down and he's like pretending to cry and then he does the stuff in the crowd I wonder how many people copped on to that did commentary I don't think commentary said anything about it yeah um it's like yeah he's just being a dickhead uh but like a, uh, I know the, the people there were just eating it up uh, they were because he was attacking like a wee shit during the battle royale, yeah. and they were loving him. So the battle royale was a battle royale. They're they're hard to do. It, there's, mm. but the, yeah, MJF probably was the best. Well, this was MJF's reaction. Well, that was the, the story. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was hiding in the corner. Wardlow was keeping everyone away from him, and then he would run out, kick someone, and run back to the corner, and the crowd would go nuts. <laughs> they start chanting "Holy shit!" and one more time, and all. <laughs> Uh, and and he's just there eating it up. Um, mm-hmm. So the the other story that's going on in this mm-hmm. match as well is the Leo Rush went out a lot faster than I thought. Uh, he, he eliminated yes. Hobbs. Um, 
He did. And then Wardo fucked him out. Yep. Uh, but his whole thing was uh, Dante Martin sort of left him, went to Team Taz. Uh, Taz was claiming that Team Taz had 125% chance of winning this Battle Royale. <laughs> but when Hobbs went out, it just dropped to 23%. <laughs> what the fuck was that about? <laughs> I guess he thought Hobbs was winning. <laughs> so, so you've got Dante Martin, um, uh, the big Hobbs, and... Ricky Starks in there for Team Taz, um, and then Leo Rush is there himself. So, so Leo Rush eliminates uh, Hobbs, um, gets eliminated himself, and takes him out. And then, sort of, you you're down to the last four, isn't it? So it's uh, Dante uh, and Ricky Starks together, and and then you've you've got MJF, who, by the way, uh, fucked Wardlow over. Yes, I mean, Wardlow was pissed. Um, no, it's those those last three, uh, and Dante and Ricky are going towards and MJF and Dante Martin just fucks Ricky Starks out, and Taz loses his <laughs> fucking shit for the rest of the show. For the rest of the fucking yeah. show, he does not fuck up. He was. Uh, he was so good at playing up on it, uh, though. He was pissed, and then he even had this announcement he was going to make. Giovanni is giving him counseling. <laughs> um, and then the, the last thing by MJF is, uh, like, Starks turns on Dante. <clears throat> MJF's walking up the, the ramp. Uh, he's going to face Dante. Uh, winter is coming. Uh, and he's doing the whole conflicted, oh, do I go back and help him or not? And the crowd's all like cheering when he goes back, and then he goes, no, 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 walks away, and the crowd is like, no, go, go. And then he eventually runs down, and the obvious fucking thing that was going to happen, he starts beating up Dante Martin as well. It's like, Jesus Christ, who would... Remember who this is? And the crowd cheer. But, the, like, oh, my God. He, he could have squatted down, take a shit in the middle of that ring, and they would have cheered. Aye. Uh, Ridiculous. Long Island people are <laughs> fucking mental. And is it that much of a shithole that someone you know actually gets out and becomes famous that they'll just cheer him no matter yes. what he does? That's what I'm assuming. Just everyone from Long Island is a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Mick Foley from Long Island though? So I can't can't really say that. No way. Yeah. Is he? Huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so, wait a minute. So John Silver. Yeah, he is. And so is a guy in the next match, Max Caster. Oh, of course. So we're getting all the all the hometown boys on this show. Well, Mike Foley's on mm. there. That would have been pretty cool. Um, yeah, you got the the acclaimed in two point uh, going up against Jurassic Express and the Varsity Blondes. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, genetic Harrison getting that Luchasaurus rub. He's so awkward though. It's so bad. There's someone really. I don't know even know if he's that bad. He's just this, and it's probably not his fault. It's just his body type that makes him look gangly, <laughs> like a, you know, kind of like a, an eight month old Labrador hasn't grown into his legs. <laughs> I guess I said these last week. He done a he done a dive to the outside, and he looked like a toddler falling off a chair. <laughs> Well, maybe, maybe, like, he could be an absolute monster. He, he yeah, should, he's got the height and stuff. He, he should hit up Billy Gunn. 
go to the gym with me. Uh, he needs he needs the because he's always doing the double buys and all like he's built and you're like no dude I think my wee brother's got more muscle than you <laughs> like he's 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 toned but there's but he's got toned bones there's no muscle yeah um so the story of this match really isn't the match. The match is just there, just to eat. And it was a great match. Mm. Um, your usual eight-man, exciting, fast-paced stuff. Um, but we had Daniel Garcia being a wee dick on the outside. Um, <laughs> so Eddie Kingston comes out. They show him what's what. Um, <laughs> eventually, uh, Max Caster taps out of the, the snare trap. Um but uh, Kingston comes out and smashes Daniel Garcia, and then takes a cameraman backstage, which was yep. ki- kind of weird. And kind of it was pretty cool. It was very, very. I think uh, he wants. He finally wants to cut a promo without being interrupted. You see, because he, he knows they're at the ring, so he can do it. <laughs> which he fucking failed to do. <laughs> yes. For a start, we couldn't hear him. He was saying something. <laughs> I wish we could have heard him. Um, we had Ortiz there as well, being like, D- "Calm down." What are you doing? Mm-hmm. Um, and then, that was a nice tease. And then 2.0 and Daniel Garcia chase them back and end up beating the shit out of Ortiz and Kingston. So we're definitely getting a six-man there with uh, Santana uh. Ortiz and Kingston, which is a lot more appealing to me than having that be Jericho in there. Um, but he'll, yes, he'll, 100%. He'll, he'll show up at some point, but mm-hmm. I, I just... <sighs> They don't do enough with Santana Ortiz. They're probably my favorite tag team. I I would say they're fantastic. Uh, but yeah, uh, I want them doing more stuff. Uh, then we get FTR backstage. Um, basically, say we're coming for your titles on Rampage. Uh, they have at this point just beaten uh, the Lucha Bros. Mm. At Triple Mania, at AAA. Uh, for the Triple A title, or uh, I'm not, I'm not going to try. I'm not going to try and say Triple A. There, that'll do. Uh, top guys out. <laughs> yeah, they're they're fixing to become the first ever two time AEW Tag Team Champions. Um, then we get another big thing happening. <laughs> I guess. All right, so we got the Young Bucks uh, versus Chaos, which is Rocky Romero, Chuck Taylor, um, and Orange Cassidy is there as well. I guess there's Weeder Yuta beating about there too, somewhere. Yeah, is I. Uh, yeah, so this is the Young Bucks' first match back after taking... They only, they only like, took a week off, didn't they? They weren't gone that mm. long. Um so we get a, a a good match out of out of these guys. Good to see Rocky Romero again. Um, get him in there more. He he's in. I'm pretty sure he's in the U.S. full time with New Japan Strong stuff and and the the LA Dojo. Uh, so the more you use Rocky Romero, the better, uh, in my opinion. Mm. Um. So eventually the the. Bucks get the win here, uh, and in true Bucks fashion, decide not to stop. Um, and we're gonna we're about to get the Panama Sunrise on Orange Cassidy, 
or we did get this pattern sunlight, and we're we're gonna get the the BT BT trigger, the the three way one, and then the best friends music hits. The best friends are already there in the ring, getting beat up. So who could this be? (laughs) It's fucking Sue, and who'd she bring? Fucking Sue, Trent's back with a haircut. (laughs) Hmm. What's the? you You don't like the hair? No, no. I do. I actually think it suits him way better. Yeah, because his hair was leaving whether he wanted it or not. <laughs> uh, he, lo- he came out with the, the sort of vest on looking mean as hell. You can tell, obviously, because he's, he's had the surgery and stuff. He hasn't been at the gym as much. He wasn't as toned, but he still looked fantastic. I was oh, actually genuinely sort of like, oh, I wonder is he going to be okay? But he looked fucking comfortable as hell. Yep. Yeah, I, thought he, I thought he looked great. Oh, he looked fantastic. He's got abs, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, true. He always uh, had that, but he always had the extra bit of shoulder size. I just noticed, though. Yeah, it wasn't as prolific. Uh, so he. he but he'll he, get there, though, brother. Again, yeah. he comes down, clears house, big best friends hug. It's all good. Mm. Um. Then we get Ruby. Um, being interviewed, she is beat up by well she uh, Bunny and P- Penelope Ford are there um, the same they should this be first the um, and then in comes Nyla what does she shout <laughs> surprise surprise bitch <laughs> she, she comes from the front <laughs> it's like she, yeah she, but that, that's a wrestling trope it's like the the yep. the, the the surprise attack from the front, and it always works somehow. <laughs> where the, the the attacker comes from off camera, the camera that the person being attacked is looking at. Um, Ty Conte and Anna J um, come in and make the save, setting up a rampage six woman match. Mm. Um, right. So this this next part, we have Sammy coming out. Um, talk about. Open challenges. Uh, Cody comes out. Oh uh, Jesus, this was so good. And he 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 says, "Yeah, I'm facing you next." So that's his next challenge. And then we got all Ego Ethan Page and Scorpion Sky up in the rafters talking about Dan Lambert's on. That's not important. The um, important part is, and is I'm not sure if this is what you're thinking of is when Cody goes to leave, he first heads yeah. to the heel tunnel and then stops and then turns around, and heads to the face tunnel. Yeah, that, yep. uh, he knows what he's doing. <laughs> it was so good, though. It was all from one good guy to another, and you're yeah. all, oh, Jesus. <laughs> he's such a fucking arsehole by the day. He knows what he's doing, though. Yeah, that, that sort of convinced me. I was like, oh, all right. You, you aren't just trying to force the face thing. You know, this is, this is a thing you're doing. That's fine, and it's working. It's so fucking good, hey? Although, fucking hell, do you see his arms and stuff from the burns? Ay, Jesus. Oof. Uh, that's serious, eh? That's what happens when you pin a guy while you're still on fire. Hi, Fucking hell. Uh, then we have uh, Jimmy Hader softening up Riho for her match against Britt Baker. Um, and uh, it's soften up, she does. Mm. This was a great match, too. Aye. It made Hader look like an absolute beast. Yeah. Hater's good at that. But she, it made Rio look indestructible. Hater's uh, worked in <laughs> Japan, so you know she she knows. Oh right, right, right. She knows how to how to work with the Joshis and and um, 
That explains just, why the matches look so good then. Yeah, yeah, the two styles. You know when someone hasn't worked with that style of wrestler, it can sometimes look yeah, very awkward. I've seen Rio on, on Dark, and you can tell who she's working with is new, has never, you know, worked mm-hmm. that style before, and, and you can really tell, but uh, n- not the case here with Hater. She knows what she's doing. Uh, excellent, excellent match. Um, uh, the more I see Hater, the more I like her. She's fucking brilliant. Um, uh, and I can't wait for her to... Turn face on Brit. <laughs> so uh, Rio wins the match um, with her running knees, uh, but Britt Baker and Rebel come in and put the lockjaw on her. Uh, Britt Baker's obviously the winning shit. that one. Um, well, I'll say that, mm. but oh, true, true. You're gonna have a. I love how Excalibur keeps pointing out though that you know. Brit's never Brit's beaten no, Rio. Because fucking Jericho be like, what an upset. It's like, what are you talking about? This is <laughs> what you, this, the upset would have been if Brit won. I was <laughs> like, it's clear that Rio has her number. Yep. That is the story. Get into this match. Then we have Tony Schiavone interviewing the Varsity Bloods and Malachi Black just shows oh, up and, Jesus. and spits in Julia Hart's eye and she sells the fucker it. Oh, she, she, she sells the absolute balls out. Meanwhile, Griff stands around to her looking around going, Whoa. huh? <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Like, Pullman's roaring at him, go get a doctor, and he's just standing there staring. Is this the vlog? <laughs> <laughs> You're all dynamite, you idiot. Oh. You've made it on TV and you're making a damn fool of yourself. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I guess I guess Malachi Black's gonna eat the fucking blondes next. Or, or this is what I. Oh, okay. What's your or? They'll dye their hair black, and they will no longer be the blondes. And they'll be in the House of Black. Well, she definitely will be. You think so? I I think so too. Eh? Oh, I. <laughs> I, like she, cheer, cheer, I wonder cheer, what she'll be like as a heel. Fucking cheerleader gimmicks a bit. Pants, to be honest. Ah, okay. That's every like every woman that breaks into wrestling. You don't have to do a fucking cheerleader gimmick. Stop it. Yeah. Because uh, you know, um, oh, what do you call her? Uh, WWE did the whole Harley Quinn. Ah, oh. she kind of took over the Fiend thing uh, as well. Why can't I remember her name? She took over the Fiend thing. Yeah. All right. Oh, I can't remember her name. But she started. Her, she had a stupid cheerleader gimmick at the start as well. Uh, so did Rebel in uh, TNA. Yeah, and it's always shit. Yeah, <laughs> it's always yeah. shit. It doesn't matter if you used to be a cheerleader. You don't need that gimmick. I'll give her that one thing. She's legitimately a two-time champion, but that is high I, school. I think thing. Rebel had done some shit like that as well. I think that's What's... why they played on it. What is Americans' obsession with clinging to their high school days? What is the deal with a cheerleader? I'm sorry, can you? That's just not a thing over here. It's like, well, what do you do? Uh, I stand on the sidelines and shake shit. You get that in football. You get cheerleaders in football. You definitely do. What? Hang on. Do you mean American football or proper football? Real football, where they kick balls with their feet. (laughs) What? Yeah. I've never seen a cheerleader at the Premier League. 
I don't think uh, I, because the cameras don't leer at them because they're there to hype the crowd up, uh, and the cameras are like, "Here, there's a sport going on." Um, Holy shit! But I, I'm pretty sure you do. I've get been to a Premier League match and I didn't see any. Uh, must be no. Although Stoke probably didn't have any. <laughs> I can't afford. <laughs> <laughs> I look, I could be wrong. I'm, I'm not uh, a football person, but I, I'm nearly sure I've I've seen it before. Um, huh. I'm pretty sure ice hockey doesn't have cheerleaders, though, for obvious reasons. No, for obvious <laughs> reasons. Just sliding about the place. <laughs> Would you even put them? Right. Like, anyway. That's what I was just thinking. Would you dare put them on the ice? Put them in the penalty box. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> main event. Uh, Danielson, Dark Orders, John Silver. Oh, uh, what John, a match. Johnny's hometown boy here. This was a great match. Um, Silver given Danielson the most trouble he's had yet. Mm-hmm. Beat him up a good bit. Um, he just threw him around like he weighed nothing. But Danielson cheats. What? So, uh, it does cheat. It does. He, he poked him in the eye. He had... He did. He had to cheat to take down Big Johnny. Yeah, he gives him uh, a pie driver. Gotch style pie driver. Which he does. Gotch style. Like, uh, and that, that put him out. Label lock, but he's already done. And then he grabs Mike and says, uh, I forgot to kick his head in. So let's commence mm. the head kicking. <laughs> um, then we get Adam Page coming out. Um, and he says... Uh, next week, I'm gonna stomp the cowboy shit out of you. <laughs> <laughs> that wraps up down. That's right. gonna be a good one. Yeah, that's tomorrow night. Mm hmm. But before we get there, we had Rampage on Friday. Yeah, so we get that tag match uh, for the, the, the tag team titles. Um, and. Excalibur actually brings up the fact that FTR just beat Lucha Bros for the Triple A tag titles. Mm. Um, uh, and then we get a really good match because it's FTR Wait. and Lucha Bros. I will admit, it started a wee bit sort of, there was a few moments at the start where I was like, oh Jesus, is, are these two okay or something? But as soon as they got into their flow, unbelievable, hey? Yeah. You can't do the same thing every time. Remember the very first match? and. Fucking Penta oh, yeah. beating the shit out of these things for some reason. Fucking hell. He was laying it in that match. Um, yeah, it, that, that, that first match of this wasn't, wasn't the best. Uh, this, no, but this, this was brilliant. This, this was great. It worked, worked up in, into the... Um, yeah, started slow and, and, and worked its way up. Uh, of course, the... Lucha Bros win this one. I don't think we're done, though. No, because uh, apparently, again, since the Evil G's on Twitter, I've been getting these notifications. Dax and Cash are claiming that the arm was under the rope. Ah. Was it? So they are uber pissed. Well, the picture they showed shows that it was. Mm. So, I don't I know. Can't really be complaining about all their fucking belt shenanigans because <laughs> Ray, Ray Phoenix got a belt to the face in this match. Yep. <laughs> there was a nice wee nod to Eddie, though, when Ray did it back. 
<laughs> but fantastic match, eh? Ray Phoenix is something else. That that thing where he sort of runs across the ropes and boots you in the face. Yeah, it always looks Jesus, great. how do you even do that? Uh, then we have our second tag match trios uh, that we set up uh, on Dynamite. Ruby Soho, Anna J. Take Conti versus Nyla Rose, The Bunny, and Penelope Ford. There were some stiff shots in this match. Take Conti's here, so... There was some... <laughs> she, was, she lays that shit on out. She just throws... There's one boy who's just throwing Bunny about the place. Was it, was it Bunny? At one was point, it? Bunny's getting murdered, yes. <laughs> she, she worked hard in this one. Um, she did. Yeah, it was a, a grand a, a grand match. Uh, we get Bunny getting the the brass knucks of Vicky Guerrero, who's on the outside. Nana um, Jay gets wheeled with him. Um, then Nyla Rose gives her the beast bomb to pin her. Uh, Nyla Rose gets the win. Ruby Soho's definitely been winning the semifinal. I think you're right. Yeah, I think I'm right as well. Uh, it has to be. Um, still, still, I uh, don't know what what way the the other side of the bracket's gonna go. Um, they keep doing uh, like Thunder Rosa and uh, and Jade keep doing promos on Dark. Mm. They have the last two weeks Dark Elevation. Um, two weeks ago, Jade actually. Uh, you know, it was Mark Sterling cutting the promo and Jade attacked her from behind. And then um, then we had Thunder just arguing with Mark Sterling. <laughs> they'd keep talking over each other, which is a bit weird. So they just don't give a shit because they're <laughs> on dark. <laughs> and the, the part, I don't know if you watched it already. Yep. Like Jade, Jade just like gives up on the microphone halfway through her sentence and Thunder's like, you yeah, <laughs> have to speak up. <laughs> These people can't hear you. Uh, well, uh, then we next we have um, Tony Schiavone interviewing Darby Allen and Sting because of- I have come to the conclusion. Sorry to interrupt you. <laughs> See, if Tony Schiavone came at me with a microphone backstage, I'd run a mile. I, you're definitely because someone's going to attack me. I think Tony's in on it. <laughs> he's been paid uh, so on the 22nd of December uh, AEW will be in the Greensboro Coliseum which is where Sting had his first ever title match against Ric Flair in 1988 and they're making a oh, shit. of this um, so that's what this was about uh, and before we could even say anything uh, they get ambushed by FTR Hardest working tag team in the world. Um, they really are. Uh, and then Tully uh, says to Sting one more time, Sting, please don't have Sting and Darby beat FTR again. Please. Because <laughs> we already did that once. Mm. It's fair enough, but like Sting shouldn't be beating FTR. Come on. No, he shouldn't. I love Sting and all, but no, he shouldn't. Yeah, it's gonna happen, isn't it? I think so. 
Now, as for the big main event, and I didn't mention this on Dynamite, but Taz announced this match on, on Dynamite. He's finally sending Hook. Taz's son, Hook, who we have seen around the outside of the ring offering people crisps or whatever. Um, <laughs> he's finally getting in the ring against Fuego del Sol. Um, actually, this isn't the main. What event. did you think of Hook? This isn't the main event, but it is the main event. No, I was, I was going to, I wasn't going to correct you. I, I've done three matches, but uh, forgot there was four matches on this rampage. Yes. It's usually three. Uh, Hook seems promising. He, I just thought he came across very smooth. Yeah, he has, he has a lot of his die on him. Um. Oh, big time. There was, I love the nods there's that. I mean, you couldn't not be the son of Taz without do a few wee sort of Taz style moves. Well, he straight up does the, the Taz mission to, to, to yep. end it. Oh, what's it? Re- re- it's renamed now. Um, Katahajime. Red Rum. Uh, they're calling it the Red Rum. It's pretty cool. Um, I love that. I don't know what you call the, the, the move. I'm sorry, but it's, you know, where he sort of, he locks around your neck and suplexes you over your head. Yeah. So like a trap That's suplex or, or something. Yeah. Fucking um, incredible. And he nailed that. Yeah. Well, you know, fair play to Fuego as well. It's obviously part him as well, but Hook looked fantastic doing it. Yeah. Um, this yeah, hair is crazy though. Aye. It's just sticking up all over the fucking place. <laughs> But I thought he looked very impressive, and as you say, a lot of promise. A lot of female fans. Oh, right? Yeah. Is he a handsome devil? Yes. Um, uh, I know Taz calls him that, but I didn't know. Yeah, AEW just making themselves a a wee fucking, like, you got Do you know what his fans call themselves? What? Hookers? Hookers. Because <laughs> Aubrey Edwards was tweeting, Hookers Unite. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. He didn't stink the joint out. He definitely didn't. I, I do. I just enjoyed his attitude. No, it's coming to the ring, just turning his back at all. You're like, he didn't look nervous. I, I don't, don't give a shit. But I'll let you in on a secret. What? Taz tweeted after the match. And apparently Hook came backstage. Uh, f- a few tears in the eyes. Grabbed his dad, hugged him. Was all, Dad, I love this job. Kayfabe, and that was it. Come on. The two of them. Come on, Taz. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Taz cares about Kayfabe. <laughs> We've heard him talk. Yeah, I'm Gimmick sure. infringement and all that there. I'm sure he's very proud. Um, <laughs> oh, how could you not be? So that's good to see Fuego. Like he's he's a guy who can become that measuring stick type guy. He's like here's where, mm-hmm. like it, if they send you out for a guy's first match, um, mm-hmm. it it just shows there's there's faith there. Um, ah, it's because people would be thinking, oh, you're just jobbing to this guy, but no, you have to help make this guy look good as well, and mm-hmm. they're trusting you to do that. And it wasn't a complete squash either. No, it, it wasn't. Um, no, got to, um, Taz got to, is Long Island, by the way, isn't he? Yes. So Hook would be Long Island, hence why the fans were booing Fuego. <laughs> I want to say uh, because um, I think I think he actually is from Long Island. It was WWE. It was all like from the Red Hook section of 
Brooklyn or whatever. <laughs> well, they're trying to like make him out to be some sort of bad guy. Like, what is ta- Is he like Italian? Is that his heritage? Yeah, I, I could never tell. Oh yeah, yeah. He's hang on. Uh, well, his surname—I can't even pronounce it. Cernaricha. Okay. Peter Cernaricha. So yeah, I can't. I can't believe Taz's first name is actually Peter. He's just Taz. <laughs> yeah, he's just Taz. He'll always be Taz. Um. So our actual main event, uh, we get Adam Cole versus Wheeler Yuta. Um, Jesus, Wheeler Yuta looked good in this match. Fuck, doesn't he? He is so fucking good. Um, mm-hmm. Hint, I think there's a wee hint of him maybe at some point betraying the best friends. Um, you know, at the well, the wee interview beforehand uh, was brilliant. Uh, he's like, you, you, Adam Cole's like, you, you aligned yourself with the, the wrong people. Um, mm. and the, the, the way I know this is like BT doesn't really count, but the BT stuff ten, can bleed through into the show and be actual things. You know, like Chris Statlander keeps choking him out every time he does something wrong. Um, yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and all the like, you're not Trent sort of stuff. Um, <laughs> I know that the Trent's back. Uh, I, I could see them doing so hauling out cause, uh, Yuda is, Seriously, seriously good. Uh, no, he's like he's in the ring with Adam Cole. That's a good dance partner to have. Um, yeah, and they they do put on a very very good match here. Um, Fantastic. But obviously, the big story was that um, Cole kept staring down Cassidy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's the the end game here. Um, but you'd mm. be hard hard pressed to to beat this this. This match with with Wheeler, um, yeah, he, and he's he, he's an older guy in his in his twenties, early twenties, and and is already showing so much promise. Um, yeah, AEW's just coming down with that really young talent. Um, and I've I've heard he's very he's a very very good heel. Um, I've heard that. Where have I heard that? Oh, was it Burnsy? Yes, <laughs> he was saying that he's a. Really good heel, apparently. He's really good at doing the smarmy bastard shit. Mm-hmm. Hey, that, I can that, see that in him, though. He hasn't got much of a chance to do a lot of that because, yeah, he's just tagging along with the best friends at the minute. And, um, but, uh, yeah, he'll get his, his chance. Like He just main evented Rampage with Adam Cole. That's always a good thing mm. and, and had a really good match. Uh, Adam Cole obviously wins in the end and uh, they all get attacked after. Uh, they give yeah, they give Trent, Trent the, the BTE trigger. The BTE trigger. Uh, so yeah, we're we're not done with this yet. I can see a big match between what I forgive me for saying this, but what I would call proper best friends against the Bucks. Uh just uh, Trent and Chucky. Trent and Chucky versus the Bucks. Yeah, we definitely had that, I that, see that, that match before. Um, that'll be good as well because those guys know each other so well. It was the same with uh, you know Rocky Romero uh, and um, Chuck Taylor versus the Bucks. Like that was such a mm. good smooth match because those guys know each other so well uh, from Japan. Yep. Um, 
So what are you looking forward to most in uh, next week? Well, obviously the main event's going to be amazing. Yeah, I know what my but the match. I know it's it's got to be Shida and Deep Man. That's going to be fucking Fuck unbelievable. Yes, um, kind of just announced that out of nowhere. We're getting Shina Deep three tomorrow. Um, it's going to be so good. It's already had two amazing matches, and we're going to get the third, uh, which will likely be the final one. Um. But yeah, well, it's Can't wait, hopefully man. be a good event. Um, how are they going to top it? Like last year was the debut sting. Is there going to be a big debut? Are we going to get something special? Well, last year was not only the debut sting, was also the fucking impact sort of relationship started. Yeah, so yeah. They, 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 all that kicked they set, off. Set a high bar with last year, so I can see. And Tony Khan says he knows he's beaten it. Yeah, fair enough. Well, that's going to do the podcast. All those new games that were released, um, NFTs continue to be stupid. Um, Don't. Just don't. Just don't. That's my advice. Oh, and I bought a Switch. And Stu bought a Switch. (laughs) I'm on the dark side. I don't know why that's the dark side, but whatever. Because Mario lives there. Ah, you're going to have to get Mario games. (laughs) I will, because uh, Mario Kart and Smash Brothers are so good. And uh, Odyssey's fantastic. Oh, yeah. Damn you, Mario, for being yeah. so good. <laughs> All right, folks. Till next time, goodbye. Don't you go changing.